0: What's happening, Turntable Teachers? It's your boy Washi. My new album, XXC, is out, and this is the album analysis.
1: And welcome back. I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially back in session. And we have our very first album analysis uh, a, a new series where we're going to have some uh, some artists come on and, and talk about their brand new art, uh, albums that just released. And our very first one is our good friend. You guys have heard him. He was one of the, one of the very first guest speakers ever. Uh, this is Washi.
0: What's happening, Mike? How are we doing?
1: Dude, I'm doing great. Uh, so congratulations on the new project, XXC. Uh, it's out on all streaming services now, guys. So make sure you guys go check that out. And uh, yeah, like I said, so we got all these brand new album analysis uh, episodes coming out before the uh, new year. And everyone that is actually coming back to talk about their album is a Turntable Teachers Alumni. Washi was the second Turntable Teachers alum of all time. He was the second <laughs> guest speaker we ever had. And uh, it's really, really, you, you were the start to this thing, man. I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like it was, you, you were the... Uh, we got the ball rolling with some of these, so, and uh, we're, we're, now we're here, and uh, it's, it's just it's just been a great, great moment for this, and um, I'm so excited to be a part of, uh, you know, helping you uh, promote this new album, and just everything you've been doing in the last year has just been been awesome, man. So big props to you.
0: Dude, it's been awesome to see the growth over the past year, and how much you guys have accelerated, networked, and how you really do this thing to scale, so um, it's cool watching from an audience perspective on my end as well, my man
1: yeah oh, I love it man you know, same with you and like it's crazy because I was actually listening back a little bit to the last episode and I, you were actually talking I think you were talking about this project like on that episode that it was something that you had had in the works so I mean tell me tell me about like creating this this new project this new EP that you got because you know you, it was a, it's about a six track uh, roughly 20 20 some odd minutes uh, on the road the runtime. Uh, I I think you pack a lot into that runtime and into that six-track uh, EP here Because I, I think you you really gave a lot of different uh, variety on some of the sounds um, Definitely something here for everyone. I think uh, so tell me a little bit about you know, you know the starting the process of, of creating this album and then of course like you know where it got to the to the finish finished product of the uh, of the project
0: Yeah, man. Um, I'd say process-wise, this started um, when I started trying, like, switching genres. Uh, I think, as I mentioned on the podcast when I first came on, I've been a musician almost my whole life, since seven or eight. But it was around college, because I was doing, like, pop, um, alternative, sometimes acoustic stuff. It was around college when I decided, like, music I'm making isn't even the stuff that I listen to on my own, you know? Like, that's not the artist that I listen to. So I had this vision to create this. Like hip-hop R&B alternative sound to it. Um, and I started that vision in college, and this was kind of uh, the destination of it. It was kind of putting a bow on it and wrapping it up. Not saying, oh yeah, my, my sound has reached a pinnacle. By no means, I don't mean that. But um, it, it's I, I saw the journey full out. saw the vision full out, and this was kind of the end to it. Um, uh, I wanted to end it with a project. Obviously, there's been 22 singles before that. Um, but this was like... What, what we've been looking forward to and probably um, we'll, we're going to we're going to make some turns from here on out. But um, it, it talks about that whole journey from college and then moving out here in Boston the past four years of my life.
1: Yeah, you, you often talk a lot about the the process, so to speak, especially on that very first track, 617 nights. Uh, which of course, I know, that isn't aware of, if you're not from Boston, that's Boston's area code. So, uh, last in the last episode that you you did with us roughly a year ago, you and you had your friend Colby on, and we were talking about you know your guys' transition from Upper State New York to to Boston. But the six one seven nights record, uh, you know this this first track off 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 the EP, really, I think it uh, kind of dives into it from there so like what was the uh, you know the thought behind that song and uh one of my favorite tracks from the project definitely my top three i would say but uh you know what was the uh the vision for this one particularly and why'd you start off with with six one seven nights
0: Six one seven nights is like that that landed in a new city vibe you know what i mean like yeah. you just pack your bags and, and go somewhere and it's a lot of people say like for new york city boston la you you'll never re-experience that first year in a new city and i felt like it kind of encompassed that whole you know like landing here and just not knowing where anything is in the city seeming so big that now four or five years later it seems so small it, it, i was trying to encompass that energy and that feeling that you get your first year in a city um but also talking about the music um you know well while, while i'm living that life crafting the music for that um and then like the second verse kind of touches on talking about what i was just talking about in college when i had the vision um where i talk about um rapping rapping in the closet while they're throwing parties and things like that yeah um so yeah no that was kind of the inspiration about six or seven nights just coming here with a goal to be a part of this scene both both corporate wise and music wise and just like that bright-eyed bushy-tailed feeling just like where you feel like the world's your oyster they
1: Yeah, I think that that vocal sample in the background, I think it really, it, it's very light and it's, and it does have like almost like an, it's an ambitious sound to it. Um, I, I love this and I, and I love your, the hook, you know, the, all about the process. It's like, cause you got to get lost in that. And I, and I think that that is such a good sentiment for really anybody to hear. Cause it's just like, you know, you have to fall in love with getting to the point you want to get to it's like a lot often people look at the end goal and that's great you have to have goals but you know i feel like this whole project embodies like you know i'm still going through that process you know what i mean even though i've made strides since i've been you know in boston since become you know uh, coming from upper state new york and you know that that you know that you're still here you're in that process still
0: yeah exactly man i mean does the process ever really
1: end if you're always progressing Exactly. Are you? You know what I mean. Like even when you get to the end goal, you should still you know be following. Like that. The process is is what it is is the important thing. Um, I want to talk briefly about the. Uh, I think this is a good time to talk about the actual name of the project, which is XXC. So I'm curious. I'm curious for our audience, uh, what does that stand for, and, and why why the name of uh, XXC?
0: Yeah. So XXC is uh, tatted on on the wrist there. Um, it stands for life is 10 percent what happens to you. 90% how you react to it. Um, I was a PR major back in college and the head of the department, uh, I got really close with her. She was, she was like a very, um, very intimidating, but like very like warm hearted woman. She's had so many credentials and she was so important, but she was also intimidating because uh, she's she a fucking badass. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, she really embraced like me for my personality instead of like, I mean, I, I was, uh, I got good grades as a student, but I definitely wasn't on point. Um, And she embraced that out of me, just like my ability to do things off the cusp. And she branded me kind of as Mr. PR. Um, But when my halfway through my junior year, she got cancer and um, she was getting really sick. So when I graduated, she um, she was not doing well. And one uh, piece of advice that she left us off with was if I can leave you with one piece of advice, it's life is 10 percent what happens to you, 90 percent how you react to it. Um, and then she passed away a year after I graduated. But um, yeah, no, that was kind of that's kind of like a shout out to her because when I moved out here, um, like that month in between college, I crashed, like totaled my car, got my tooth knocked out in a fight with a gang member on a subway. It's uh, just like a bunch of BS, and um, I just kept that XXC with me, uh, and came
1: out here with like a uh, fake tooth and no car <laughs> <laughs> and you and yeah hey, it's like you said it's all about the process no i that is I, I didn't even know that story actually believe it or not I, I, I you never told me that that's really really interesting um beautiful actually too that it's almost yeah it's a testament to her, but it's also like you know she left you with that with that amazing advice to to and, and that's like that's a, a quote I've heard um I can't remember the last time well, like the first excuse me the first time I heard it. But I definitely remember that, like when, it, when I first heard, maybe a few years ago, it, it definitely struck me because I think that, you know, us as people, it's oftentimes, you know, we can get it, you know, kind of lost in our own journey and our own world and, and, you know, feel sorry for ourselves when things don't go our way or, or whatever the case. But, you know, and, and it's easy to, you know, complain and, and, and be upset about things. And that's, and that's not saying you can't, you know, have those moments, but, you know, you, you can't root your whole life into just, you know, being upset with what, you know, what has happened to you in your life and your circumstances. It's a matter of, you know, how do I, how do I get out of these circumstances and continue? I mean, that's a lot more difficult for some people than others, but if you can keep that in mind and, you know, continuously try to work towards, you know, having that type of mentality where you're like, okay, this happened to me, but how can I, like, how am I going to, you know, get better? How am I going to get back on my feet? Like, how am I going to make that, um, a learning pro a learning opportunity or or some kind of you know what what experience do I now have because of it right so there's just like looking at those silver linings and um and, I, and I'm I'm glad that this project inv- like embodies that for you you know
0: yeah no exactly
1: man and that's kind
0: of I feel like the front end of that is that that positivity like that very on brand washy sound to like get you going like motivated um whether you're like down the dumps dumps or whether you're like i need to crush today i need the hit a sales goal, I need to, you have some entrepreneurial thing going on that you need to crush. Um, The front half of the EP is very on brand with that Washi vibe. Um, The second half of the EP is kind of uh, more of behind closed doors, um, because I've talked a lot about who Washi is, and then the second half is, okay, well, who's Brandon? Um, And it dips kind of into like what my story is, and I hope kind of adds some credibility to me, saying things like, 1090 and like you you just gotta go through the process and things like that once you know a little bit about my story and that yeah we all are going through shit um and life you get dealt a lot of shitty cards in life but it's all about how you handle the cards you're dealt um to your favor
1: absolutely i completely 100 percent agree with that uh the next track in the listing is with a man by the name of omega red and if you're a boston guy uh, you've probably heard his name. He's an absolute legend around these parts. And, uh, this track's called the recipe. And again, this is in my top three, one of my favorite songs from this project. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, tell me a little bit about working with him. I know you and I, we popped out to one of his, um, music video shoots with 88, uh, pretty recently, uh, both shout out all those guys. And, uh, that song was awesome. That's going to be coming out soon. So I'm sure you guys will uh, get a chance to listen to it when it, when it drops, but, um, yeah, tell me a little bit about working with Omega Red, your relationship with him, and just the, how this song kind of came together.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, with
1: Omega, I got when I was connected to him,
0: I was like, I was wicked stoked because um, in the DMs he was like, "You are free for a call?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! Like, um, you're you're a legend in the area that I'm at. Like, yeah, like I'd love to kind of hear your input on things." And um, I was very, I was very pleased with his whole mindset and how humble he is with the success that he's accrued. Um, And I just got off that conference call, I think we talked like an hour and a half, and I just felt very inspired um, on a business side of the music. Um, A lot of times, no bashing like everybody in the music industry, but I do talk to people in the industry, and I'm just gonna say, there's a lot of shitty people in the music industry. Um, But like I was, right after speaking with him on the phone, I was like, this is a good dude. He's success he's been very successful in the industry and not only that, but um very, very, very good at rapping. So it was it was really cool to be able to conference with somebody like that at the end. He was like, oh yeah, by the way, like you want me to hop on a verse and I was like, ah, oh, fuck yeah dude, of course I do. Looking for the recipe. Yeah, I got the recipe.
2: I stay grinding, stay dripping, stay shining. Always had a lot of obstacles, but always seen that silver lining. When I failed, I kept trying, even though they were denying my hustle, my greatness. But the pressure kept applying. Red lion, hear me roar, king of the jungle, spit them bars, Hop in the booth, keep it raw, feel the sweat down them pores. Never listen to them haters, they can't tell me nothing. Got a lot to say online is nothing got a lot to say online when it's face-to-face is nothing got a really big mouth But I really see you bluffing about to snap real hard on you niggas like a percussion You know, I got the recipe I whip it in the oven
0: So um I whipped that I went that song together for him um I put that together because like I knew his sound and and I didn't, and I and I wanted to get something that he sounded really good on and he tore it up, um, <laughs> absolutely
1: crushed it. He killed that shit. I mean, he added dude, so don't, much value to it. Don't sell, sell yourself short, though, either, because I thought the, the hook you did, it was melodic. I loved, like, some of the vocal inflections you had on that on that thing i i thought this was a great song. and then the beat is fantastic i love the the piano run on that it's super in your face but still has like a, a beautiful nuance to it i, I do that's i love this track this is one of my all, all-time favorites of yours just in general really and, and and the and the omega red verse at the end just makes it better he he, he absolutely kills it
0: so effortlessly just absolutely absolutely bodies it um <laughs> yeah Oh, i mean i was expecting him to crush it but i got it back and it was such quick turnaround i was like damn dude this is yeah. exactly what i wanted you to do
1: <laughs> exactly no it's this, so. this is such a great song and big shout outs to, to omega red
0: yeah uh, shout outs to him um thank and thank you to him i called him the, an og the other day I, I don't know if he liked that he's like you're making me feel old but um shout outs <laughs> to him for um for bodying that for me and then also for the guidance and just like kind of kind of showing me personally that there there are good people in this industry that are successful and actually want to like help you instead of just like try to fuck you over and be better than you.
1: Absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree. You got to just find those kind of people in general in, in life, right? Like whether it's, you know personal life or business life or whatever it is, right? Family, friends, all that shit. Like, you got to just find people that are going to inspire you and lift you up. I saw this quote the other day. I thought it was really interesting. It was like, take a look at, like, your social circle and who's around you. And if, like, you don't get inspired, then, like, that's a problem. You know what I mean? So I did that the other day, and I was just like, yeah, I, I got the right right kind of people around me because they, I, I'm inspired every day from people like you and just everyone else that's in my, my, my you know, circle. So, but... Yeah, no, that's he's he's uh, even just in my few conversations with him. Uh, you know, we're gonna get him on here very soon too. Just, uh, trust, trust, to believe that. But uh, we, um, I, I, I was, I got inspired just talking to him, just even for a little while at uh, at his music video shoot that you uh, you graciously took me to. So I'm glad that we we uh, got that opportunity. Graciously, graciously yeah. <laughs> um, dude, so you had a you had a big single on this on this. Project, you had to, you know what I mean, especially if it's your first, your first project, right? Your first EP that you drop in, you gotta have a lead single, and and on delay was that, um, and one of the things that I was really intrigued by, you did. Ah, now I'm now I'm forgetting the other, no, I'm not forgetting now. You, it was so great to hear you rap. In, uh, about like some of these athletes that nobody knows or talks about like Brad Wanamaker and Jared Stidham specifically the Stidham line on this on delay track which I, I gotta say is the one maybe critique I have of the project because that certainly has not aged well <laughs> next up uh, like Jared Stidham or whatever it was Andalé. you ain't dubbing I'ma lose ya I see her checking out my moves, bro On the left, she can get it, I'm a chooser Big bills, breaking table so I'll call them
2: Buff Bills City hopping, got me feeling like I'm Kenny Stills color on the pass, so they know I'm Vanderbilt If they bury Cavallari, bout to send them to the hell I'm the next up in the city like I'm Jerrod Stidham
0: Wait, time out, would you expect anything less that I didn't pro- um That I didn't confidently, correctly uh, project somebody's playing in the NFL after seeing my fantasy record?
1: That is true. Well, I mean, for people that don't listen, Washi and I are in the same fantasy league. And I am actually in the worst. I Let's backtrack a little bit. I am the worst team in the league. But my two wins are against Washi. So. Uh, yeah, so uh, apparently I
0: misprojected Jarrett Stidham. And I threw him in the, his first and possibly his only rap line if he never blossoms in anything. I
1: love it I love it it's so great uh, oh uh, hilarious and then you the wa- Brad Wanamaker line I can't remember what, what song that um, was on uh, that's Recipe oh that is Recipe that's right so back like To back it up like
0: Wanamaker
1: well guys like I was looking at this like you know, is, is Washi claiming like he's like an underdog or he's like, you know, one of these, you know what I mean? Like there's some of these underappreciated athletes that no one talks about, like like a Brad Wanamaker and Jarrett Stidham. Not that there's too much to appreciate about either of those guys at the moment as Watermaker's out the door and Stidham hey, looks like he's a don't bust. hate on Wani, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh my god, it's so funny. Nah, uh, yeah, I was just saying
0: she backs it up like Wanamaker, you
1: know. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, like I'm not if you're not from Boston, I feel like a lot of people like won't even get that. Like, who's Brad Wanamaker? Like, or who, you gotta, do you you gotta say have Brad? those
0: little, you gotta have those little local gems in there. Oh, you have you know? to. You have to. Yeah. But,
1: no, the Jared Stidham one's fantastic. I love it. Uh, but, uh, so tell me a little bit about this, uh, this, um, single that you had here on delay. Like what was the, why did you have, I mean, I knew you talked to me a little bit about this. You were, you were a little unsure if you, this was going to uh, make the project. Um, why ultimately did you decide to, to put it in here?
0: Honestly, um, it, well, I made the single for the EP. I was like, this is a single for the EP. And then I don't know. I was just like, the EP sounds good without it. Everybody's heard on delay Why put it on there. And then my girlfriend was like, I feel like. This should go on there It's a great song And she was 100% right um, Cause I listened to the EP For the first time in a, couple, in a couple weeks Since it like dropped On Monday And I was like Wow like Thank god she told me To put it on there But yeah no it's, it's a single man So it's like It's that fun bop That you can throw on At a party That you can throw on At the gym That if the clubs are open You can throw it on at the club And you can just kind of like Vibe to And like If you want to show your friends Something off Off the EP And you're in like a group you can put that on you know what i mean not like growing pains and like make everybody like introspective like you can throw on something that they can like bop to right it
1: was it goes back to the sentiment i said earlier in the uh in the episode which was just like there's something on here for everybody essentially like regardless of what kind of mainstream music you like you'll probably like something off of this project no i i think even the way you sequenced it too like i was talking to this about this i've had this conversation with a lot of artists but like it's almost like you said, like 617 nights, it's more of like your arrival here, like in, in Boston. And then the recipes again, kind of going off of that same theme of like, you know, um, you know, like figuring out, you know, your, what you're doing in, in your life, like figuring out the recipe for success, all that stuff. And then delay is kind of like it breaks up the EP, I think, nicely because it's kind of smack dab almost in the middle of the project where it's like we get this like really um uh, hard hitting you know fun bop as you say right and then the, the last three tracks are very more like stripped back you know, introspective ones so i feel like there's a you know a nice a nice build peak and then it kind of just and it levels out in terms of like the energy um not as like not not in the quality or by any means because actually the that last two tracks are probably my favorites on this whole thing but um no, I just I thought that you, the the way you sequenced it I think where on is placed in the album too I think it works really well with it as it as it goes. Sorry, I mean, EP, I keep calling it an album, I apologize.
0: <laughs> Interchangeable. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I have, sequence is really important to me when I listen to something. Um, I, and I wanted to feel like you're kind of on a little bit of like a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, give, give them an experience instead of just throw um, random shit at them and hope it sticks. I wanted it to be a nice wave. Mm. So
1: yeah and then Lifestyle's next. It almost had like this emo rap like Juice almost sounded like a little bit more like Kid Leroy Juice World had that nice guitar that the, the strings in the back almost had like a an acoustic not con- I shouldn't say country is not the right word at all but like um, an almost acoustic sound to it.
2: Let's down, let's down, baby.
1: Um, but you still had some of those like you know modern um you know hip-hop blends and and, and sounds with the with the with the autotune and the vocal and stuff like that so I, I, lifestyle i think to me sounds like people's favorites but i feel like you know you and i had the conversation a little bit you're like oh people are telling me that they have like different favorite songs which is great but it seems by with the with the streaming numbers it looks like lifestyle is the one that's kind of uh made the made the uh the leap there so
0: yeah yeah and i mean that a lot of that is from my choice because um, when i submitted the album you're unless i'm doing this wrong someone's gonna be listening to this and be like no you jackass i submitted all five songs um but when when you submit the album from what i looked at um you can submit one song for the spotify algorithm gotcha. um if you do it two weeks at a time so i, I chose lifestyle to lead that um it, w- it would be between that and um on delay probably but on delay was already out there so i just chose to do that one right but um yeah no a lot of people were vibing to it um i felt like that was like i said um the first three songs were like the on brand washi and then like the last three were kind of like um behind closed doors i feel like that was like the opening to the to the closed doors you know like the entry into it um and it kind of like carried a similar like a toned down on delay type um speed and whatnot so Mm -hmm. um yeah it's like if on delay if it was a party on delay would be like the party and then like (laughs) lifestyle would be like you're going home alone and like
1: (laughs) really rethinking
0: some things (laughs) after party type but
1: no i again like i like it's funny because you pack in like really sentimental and like important messages to like your hooks too like really all your lyricism obviously but especially the hooks like the i love the like this part where it's like uh superficial fame can't be good for your health like this whole idea of like fame bringing happiness i mean i know that's again like a a concept that is pretty prevalent but like i feel like you do it in a way that's at least digestible and 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 um i i I like again like i said i really like the message to the song a ton
0: yeah man and i mean like it was kind of an introspect it was kind of highlighting an introspective moment for me where it was um, we talk about in the beginning of this album like grind 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 all about the process like fucking do anything you can to chase your dreams and then it was that was kind of like what am I missing while I'm doing all this you know like I, I go right. work and I, I work my day job and then I record music and then I wake up ask crack at dawn to go to the gym then I work my day job then on the weekends um, I don't go out with my friends I fucking record more like it was just like time and life just passing by while while I'm chasing this shit and like I don't know like going through phases of like taking Adderall every day or just like um, smoking drinking taking Adderall on Fridays just to like try to get like the right sound and shit like that and it's just like dude like what are you enjoying this like are you enjoying this process to achieving and what are you trying to achieve you just trying to be famous like what where's the what are are you trying to get here Um, so that was kind of the realization of that and the growth, I mean, you look at like, you look at a lot of the artists that we love and we look up to and we just, they don't live healthy lifestyles. Like it's not about like fullness. It's they, a lot of stuff they sing about is emptiness. And um, you know, like they're probably not eating healthy. They're probably not like working out. They probably don't have good love life a lot of the time. So it's like, do you want that? Like it was kind of like a look in the mirror and questioning that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, and, you, and that's, like I said, it's a sentiment that, you know, I think you could measure that with any anybody, right? Because a lot of people like that when you're when you when you're trying to do something creative or you're trying to, I don't know, like, you know, pursue, you know, as, as an athlete, whatever whatever it is, whatever kind of entrepreneurial setting you're in, um, there is that sense of like, you know, oh, like I could be famous off of this potentially. And it's, you know, are you in it for the fame and the money? Or are you in it for like other reasons? And what is, like you said, what is your end goal? Like identifying that more you know earlier than later you know what i mean i think that that really makes a ton of sense with just just kind of as you navigate in and try to you know grow as an entrepreneur or grow as a, just as a human but um yeah i think this is the point of the uh the project where you know you, like you said it, it, it's more opening that door and kind of unveiling to people like your your inner psyches like things, things, things that, like you talk about in these this last half of, of the of the project that i i don't even know about you as a person i know you know we're, you and i are pretty cl- uh, close friends i would say but there's a lot of things even here that were brand new to me that i didn't know and um, the next track perfect example is rain but when it started to rain you
2: said they take away the pain said they take away the pain but when it started to rain, you said they take away the pain, said they take away the pain. I look at you in the back to the times you would laugh. Seemed like mom was always working more than time and a half. You never left me alone. You treated me like your own. You showed me things that people mind, rarely ever was shown. When I would go to school, I feel like I was already
1: grown. And I was there when you got hit with things that shouldn't be thrown. Um, really curious for you to tell me a little bit about this one because this is one of the most like uh, just... I mean like if we, if you we thought 617 nights was like introspective whatever like there's nothing on this album nothing compares to to this track here rain and and uh and growing pains as, as the next as the last one but rain man it's just it, it it was so just touching and and I think important to you know you personally right I would I would assume
0: Yeah man it was um to be honest it was something that like I didn't talk about much at all ever um but it's this whole concept that I wanted to kind of share my own experiences so that I could help people that are experiencing things like that on their own. So I think the the whole theme of the song is having like role model or somebody you look up to and kind of kind of losing a little bit of them, a good part of them to addiction and watching them, watching the person that you always looked up to. And like, as I said, you saw as like a hero your whole life, basically almost essentially crumble before your eyes and like kind of the way I I kind of saw that like in a theatrical standpoint was um, the first verse kind of being me growing up um I, I kind of I don't know I, I think I could cheat did I kind of tried to make my wordage sound kind of like I was like a little like innocent kid because I, I kind of went back to that when I was writing it and like I took on that perspective of like a little kid growing up um and um, then, like, the second verse is kind of like me as an adult selling pharmaceuticals and just, like, that whole, like, inner dialogue having with myself, like, <clears throat> in my, like, you know, like, that moral compass of, is this something that, am I, am I making this problem happen elsewhere for other people? You know, there's just, uh, there's some fine lines there sometimes, and definitely something that really made you think so crazy shit about rain was um i wrote about my grandmother who like my mom had me when she was uh when she was an undergrad in college so she was like working three jobs um she was in college like she had to like focus on like getting her life together so she could get her her our life together so my grandparents helped raise me and it was about her um and she passed away two weeks after i wrote it no way yeah holy shit yeah i wrote it in june and then she passed away two weeks later so Um, so
1: so sorry for that
0: yeah man i mean not to put like a damper on the episode but no no no
1: no no no. it's it's um, we're we're breaking down the album so
0: yeah so i mean that that's what that was about i mean i'm sure like a lot of people i'm i deal with it today too like with other situations but a lot of people deal with addiction um and it happened to people around them and a, a lot of times um, they see that it's not those people's faults, but they see how much it affects them and how much it looks like it's their fault and how much they take on that demon and wear it on basically on on their chest. And that's kind of what that was about.
1: Yeah, and, and I know like what you're saying too, because it's like, even though you're not, I mean, obviously even working in pharmaceuticals, you're not purposely trying to like hurt anybody or like that or have anybody get addicted, but like, you're just talking about the reality of the history of pharmaceuticals and how they've been abused, right? It's like more of that than in and, and, and just the way that it is, it's not necessarily anything that like you are doing per se, or the industry per se, it's just like, you know, a, kind of a, a byproduct of what has kind of occurred within the industry that is pharmaceuticals, you know what I'm saying? Like where people getting addicted to, you know, op- I mean, opioid epidemic, like all these things, like all these drugs were meant to be you know, um, solving problems and they actually created an entire slew of different problems and then we're trying to figure out medicines to remedy those problems that the medicines started and that's, that's- awesome. <laughs> Exactly dude. Spot on. Yeah. Um spot on. Yeah, that's you yeah, exactly. So the I th- thank you for sharing that also too with like with with us and with the show because like like I said I, I that's not something that you and I had even ever talked about and I um so I appreciate you you opening up to me about it on this on this in this setting for sure. Um, yeah man,
0: I mean you got it right, you got it yeah, real. Oh no, no,
1: exactly. This just makes makes for good makes for uh, you know good introspection. Good and commentary. The, you got it. What, what I did
0: want to say is the whole concept of rain is um I've, some people probably know this already, but um. Like rain, like when it starts to rain and people have bad joints and pain, um, mm. they can they start to feel the pain more. So it was that was kind of like yes, it was like a metaphorical for like life, like when it gets shitty. But it was also kind of like a spin on that.
1: Oh yeah, oh, I didn't even consider it that way because it's so funny you said that too. Because I have a, a nagging shoulder injury, actually believe it or not. Like I, I tore my labrum when I was in high school. Um, and it's been like, I, it's, it's never been the same. Like it actually like it, it pops out and things like that uh, some uh, occasionally. And when it's actually rain, it, they, there's like, and that it would hurt worse. And I, I, looked it up and like people, people actually have bad knees. It's just, it's like really any joint pain that you have is, um, you know, there's something in the air pressure, I, I guess, I don't, I don't know, but, um, the science behind it per se, but, um, it's it's an interesting concept so i didn't even oh, catch that that's that's pretty that's pretty smart but that's pretty clever i like i like i like double entendre dog and then rain of <laughs> course dark. you know you associate that with with any kind of pain like any kind of you know emotion potentially right like rainy days like we all have our rainy days you know so it's yeah. just like yeah exactly that's wow, wow, perfect man oh and then uh dude my favorite track in the whole listing
0: i knew Wait. it would be <laughs> well that's the
1: crazy thing is because you Told me before, yeah, you told me way before this came out that you, uh, that you were like, Oh, the last track in this project's gonna be gonna be your favorite. Riding through a red light, night driving with no headlight,
2: and I'm somewhere on the mass pipe trying to get my mind right, don't know what to act like, Trying trying to drive away, trying to drive away these growing pains. Can I drive away, can I drive away these growing pains? Coming off of adversity I've been pushing through the negatives to try to make them work for me Family ain't really hurt for me Manifesting my own vision so that one day they can work for me Labels started to notice me Shoddy flexing on the gram and in the caption she quoted me They wonder what I'm about to be But that's progression from the days when
1: everybody was doubt and all the true wealth Looking for my true self, making safer choices is And again, and I hit Growing Pains for like the, the third time and it clicked, that vocal sample clicked with me there. I don't know if it was, like, a setting thing. Like, I had to be in a certain setting for it. But, yo, that has classic, like, like I mean, you, you talk about it in the hook. But, like, literally that would be the, the, the embodiment of, like, the mood that it would be if you were driving late at night trying to just, like, you know, clear your head or do, you know what I mean, just be alone or something like that. Like, that is the perfect embodiment of a song for that. And it's exactly what it's really about. So, um Dude, I, this is my favorite song of yours that I think you've ever done by far, too. So, uh, and I, and I want to break it down. This was the uh, this is the uh, part of the show where we're gonna break down a track from the album. Uh, we're gonna do this for everybody that we uh, that we have on the show. So uh, this is like good, like so the last last part of the sh- uh, of this episode. We're gonna break down "Growing Pains," and uh, it just works that it's the last song on the track listing, so it's perfect. So, um, while she's gonna take through the, us the lyrics. We're gonna you know stop it at, at some points. And, uh, and, and break them down and annotate them, so uh, yeah. So yeah, Growing Pains is definitely like the night
0: night driving, introspective vibe that I wanted to end this on. And I didn't have it. Um, I wrote the CP in probably, it was, the time period was probably like March to June. Um, I didn't have it and then I just, dude, I was, actually I wrote it, I got back from my grandma's funeral, just put that in perspective timeline wise. And just like I had a lot of emotions going on with me and like a lot of stuff, like through growing up, the pandemic was happening, and then also stuff with my my own life. Um, so I felt like this kind of encompassed, just like all like a broad way of like a things that everybody goes through when they're growing up, but also like my examples. So um, the hook goes: Riding through a red light, night driving with no headlight, and I'm somewhere on the mass pipe, trying to get my mind right. Don't know what to act like, trying to drive away. Trying to drive away these growing pains. Can I drive away? Can I drive away these growing pains?
2: Riding through a red light. Night driving with no headlight. And I'm somewhere on the mass pipe. Trying to get my mind right. Don't know what to act like. Trying to drive, trying away. To drive, away. Trying to drive away. Trying to drive away these growing pains. Can I
0: drive away? Can I drive away these growing pains? Um, so that's kind of like there's like so much uh, literature to this but um, one concept is like when you're just like going through the motions and like you just, you're just you just trying to make it to the next day and you're on cruise control so that's kind of like that metaphor of like riding through a red light like you're just like carelessly recklessly trying to make it through life night driving with no headlights um, and then and I'm somewhere on the mass pipe trying to get my mind right don't know what to act like it's just kind of like to loop it back into lifestyle um like what the fuck am i doing with my life man like you know I've, I've been i've been grinding i'm doing this like i'm not as close with a lot of the people that were close to me before like a lot of them like don't even really fucking know me like we just had this premise like this relationship that we built way back when off of like partying in college and like they don't really know who i am as a person mm-hmm. like who like who am i what am i doing and what, what am I trying to balance here with this like day job, night job thing, like, like just confused and just driving like aimlessly, um, metaphorically like a car on a highway, just not knowing what exit you're going to get off, but hoping you can find the right exit to get off on. So, yeah, that's the hook. And then I dip into um, coming off of adversity. I've been pushing through the negatives to try to make them work for me. Family ain't really hurt for me. Manifesting my own vision so that one day they can work for me. Now, coming off of adversity, I've been pushing through the negatives to try to make them work for me. I mean, kind of a repetitive theme here. 1090. But it's like, it's not like, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta go through the process. You gotta, it's all about how you react to it. It's like, fuck man, like I'm trying. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know if I'm succeeding, but like I'm trying my best to take these negatives and make them into an opportunity, Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of what the song was because it took like a negative um, mood and made it into something that I think was pretty dope. Um, Label starring to notice me, shoddy flexing on the gram, and in the caption she quoted me. They wonder what I'm about to be, but that's progression from the days when everybody was doubting all the true wealth. So that's kind of talking about um, like, yeah, the beginning of the album was like, we had this like, vision for music and we want to take it somewhere and like we're all ready to do this shit and that's kind of like all right we're not there yet like we're not even close to there but we're making progress like we're turning heads there's some important people that want to work with us um like hitting hitting the line in that and then those like those haters Brandon those like those those people that are like oh this kid's gonna be a fucking rapper after college like those haters are starting to be like he's being a rapper like you know like they're like they're starting to like they're not on board but they're watching every move <laughs> you know what I mean exactly so like that that's kind of what that's about it's like that transition of um, not not there but I don't, that transition somewhere between like made it and didn't I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah you're in that weird like middle ground I guess that middle
0: ground yeah it's yeah. like yeah
1: yeah um,
0: But that's progression from the days when everybody was doubting all the true wealth Looking for my true self Making safer choices Is it something that I do well? Facing the results of Putting all my walls up Running away from loving When I start to feel impulsive So that's just going off of Um that's a lot um basically (laughs) saying like you you know i never i never take the safe route like i always have to take the the risks and the absolutely aggressive um aggressive moves um putting all my walls up like i always have to kind of like put push people away you know like a lot lot of things that a lot of people like can kind of um, seeing their own lives, like I always have to put my walls up, push people away, and not let people get close to me, um, run away from love when I start to feel impulsive, like you know, like everybody has, like those starts to like question romance, like am I getting too close to somebody or like right. I can't do this because because mm-hmm. something happened, which I dip into right here. Um, I'm sick of blaming certain things and types of ways that I've become, on certain ways that I was raised, but maybe if things went a little different then I wouldn't be so distant and dismissing the affection that I crave. It's
1: like my favorite part of the song, dude, right there, because you and then you switch up like the completely different way that you deliver the track, like deliver the verse, like the flow just changes like on a dime. And it's just like and then it because in that I love this part. Sorry to cut you off just I, I just get excited about this one because <laughs> It demands the listener's attention at this. Not if you haven't had it, then this particular part I feel like in the track is where like it's so it's everything kind of stands out and makes sense. Um, I think it's so relatable too because I, this is why I think you and I get along so well because these are things that I have gone through in my life as well, for sure. Like everything you you kind of encompassed it in a, in a way that made sense for me and was like oh wow like this this could have came out of my mouth. Like that's what I, am that's why it's Fuck so, yeah, that's what I wanted <laughs> literally or not actually out of my mouth, it, in my head that wouldn't come out of my mouth. Like you, oh, whoops. uh, you literally like, uh, you just, you just said it in a way that, that made sense to, to me. You know what I mean? Like in, in a way you articulated it in a fashion that was digestible and, and, and like made sense. You know what I mean? It was also like very, um, profound too, in the same time. So. Dude, I mean, when I wrote that, it was from the heart. But
0: I was like, as I was writing, I was smirking because I was like, "Yo, there's definitely so many people that are gonna be able to resonate with this."
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and that kind of dips back to like lifestyle and rain and like a couple of those other things. Like, um, and then like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I uncovered my whole life on CP. It's like a small glimpse. But like,
1: oh, for sure, for sure. Um,
0: talking about like just like throwing away love because like, oh, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have the right upbringing to like be good at this or whatever. And like just like every time like get impulsive drop of a dime like cutting things off like that so um I felt like that was definitely something that a lot of people you know everybody has their own reason that they can't love um, or they can't be in a relationship um, and that's kind of personal to them but I, I want to make a broad statement that kind of like you know brought us all together on the same platform because mm-hmm. we all feel that way and I even said um, I'm sick of blaming certain things and types of ways that I've become on, on certain ways that I was raised like I'm s- like That's kind of like that acknowledgement like Just because things went like this in the past doesn't mean that like I'm sick of Taking character traits um, and linking them to things in the past, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, so it's like that acceptance the second stage of it. Yep Um. So the second verse alright, so I recorded recorded this um, recorded this album March to June, and then the mastering was and uh, the mixing and mastering was probably the longest process. That was like from June to September. Um, but I left one I left the sec the last verse of the song open the whole time. I don't know why it, I just do weird shit sometimes and it makes sense in my head and I'm like this is what I want to do and it's gonna work. So I left that open so that I could kind of when I was done mixing and mastering the album. I could like just wrap it all up and send it off. So um, th- this is uh, verse two, which was wrote in the most recent lyrics written where, I got people I don't see I've been missing a lot. I don't think they understand why I'm never there. Always giving presence compensates for lack of presence until people start to wonder why you're never there. Maybe this will be the last thing I ever drop. Reevaluating life while I'm sitting here. I'm just trying to find a balance and pursuing all my talent without sacrificing happiness to get me there.
1: (laughs) Fucking love it, dude. I fucking love it. So goddamn good.
0: So the fucking crazy thing about this is this, this is kind of my conclusion that I came to after listening to this album, like where I'm at. Um, So it was, it was kind of like a wrap up of like, this is this is what I gauge from like basically spilling out like my whole brain and being my own psychologist on a piece of paper and making it into music, um, and then this is where I'm at now. And I think that last line, I'm just trying to find a balance and pursuing all my talent without sacrificing happiness to get me there, really wraps it all up. I mean, all I, like overall the EP, it's about the the pros and cons, like the process, like it is going to be a process. And no matter whether your process is like grinding your ass off or if you have a balanced process, like everybody's gonna have their own but it's it's about finding happiness in that and the happiness doesn't have to be all grit all the time you know what I mean I'm not saying I know what it is but I'm trying to figure it out
1: if you haven't by now please make sure you go check this EP out it is linked in the description here it is out on all streaming platforms right now Washi's brand-new debut EP xxc is out on all streaming platforms make sure you check it out and uh washi tell the people where they can find you on socials and all that good stuff it's uh
0: washi xxc that's w-a-s-h-y xxc on instagram twitter and then just type in washi on spotify and you'll see the xxc um ep uh check it out please don't put it on shuffle run it from um first to back if you don't like all tracks that's okay but
1: i hope there's something on there that you can find and something that speaks to you i love it Make sure, you guys, and comment on the on YouTube. Let, let us know what are your favorite uh, Washi tracks. Let us know from the uh, from the uh, album which what, what you guys are liking the best. But uh, yeah, once again, thank you, Washi, for for a return. You are the first official person to return onto the show. Uh, you are, see, this is your uh, your, your sophomore uh, debut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go!
0: Thanks That's for having good. me, man. I know oh. we we had this idea brewing for since pick up
1: basketball in August so literally um, and and this this man is the catalyst for the rest of them so just so everyone so that way everyone <laughs> we got we got more coming from people that guest speakers that have been on the show before we got plenty of alumni coming back it actually worked out so well we got like six seven alumni that that all dropped within a month time frame so really really cool and uh it was a great idea and uh, so glad that we were able to to do it with uh, with Washi's new body work, which like I said is is one that I am been heavy rotation since it dropped and uh i'm, I'm so proud of you and and, and and uh you know you should be you should, you know congratulations on the uh on, on the project because it really is a great body of work i think and i think your best work to date to be quite honest so
0: thank you so much man that You're means welcome. more than you know
1: oh believe it and it's a thousand percent true man so from us over here follow us at turntable teachers hit us up on uh, our website www.turntableteachers.com for all the latest you already if you're, you're fans of us you've already known if you're fans of Wash she's coming on us for the first time i don't know how that's possible because you know we we we're always in constant communication and, and <laughs> putting each other into stories on instagram so if you haven't come on to us by now thanks thanks for finally jumping on the train but anyway um That's it for us here. I'm Mike. This is Washi with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially dismissed.